3: Now,
1: Creamer and Jess, mornings on Mix 1065. Yo, what's up? Y'all, we got one more sleep. One more sleep.
4: Good morning.
1: Let's just do our chant right off the top here. You know what I mean? This is our thing we do. We really feel like today is the true hump day of the week. Yeah. Because Wednesday, I mean, you still got some steam to go. Thursday, you're like, damn, man. We still got another day of this before Friday. But yeah, so. The way to think of it, though, is you get one more sleep till the weekend or till Friday. Nobody works hard on Fridays. Who cares? <laughs> and then it's the weekend. So if you'll chant along with the six o'clock club, we'd love it. It just goes one more sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One more sleep.
4: One, one more sleep. More sleep. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. All
1: right. Six o'clock club, 410-583-1065. Text us and we will shout you out. Who is up?
4: Veronica, good morning. Our kinder ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Lee from Baltimore, good morning. Magic Mike is checking in. Happy Thursday to John, the Annapolis locator. BTSZ is here. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Clever Kevin is here. Good morning. To Terrence, Cheryl, Kathy in Parkville. Cooper. Good morning, Christine. Celebrity Stephanie. Terry. Jake the Jogger is up this morning. Anthony from Catonsville. Lisa and Nurse Vaughn. Good morning.
1: I swear this 70-year-old woman's Social life is going to kill me. Why? <laughs> I came in this morning. I told Jess, I'm like, I'm exhausted. I slept terrible last night. My mom is in town. My mom's visiting from, from Georgia. And what I've realized is my mom likes to come visit because it truly is... A vacation for her because she takes yeah. care of my, my dad has cancer so she yeah. spends a lot of time doing that there's some other family stuff going on right now where she's like pretty stressed out
4: i feel like also too if you ever take a solo trip which she does yeah you just get to do your thing
1: do your thing yeah. the problem is is that she has a son whose schedule is way more boring than a 70 year old woman's and right she's
4: she's retired yeah and like she's on a completely different time yep. clock than you are. My grandparents are the same thing the other night. They called me at 930. I mean, 930 our time, their time. It's not bad. But my nana and to tell me they don't go to bed till like after midnight. You're like, wait,
1: what? Just doing their thing. How is that possible? Yeah. So last night, my mom wanted to go do this sound bath yoga thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was over near Druid Hill Park. And I'm like, okay, what time? She goes 630. I said, how long is it? She goes an hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I said, "All right, let me add this up." But I know you can relate to this because anyone that gets up early mornings, you know that fear of like,
4: you like uh, don't want to be anywhere. You start Alex coming Lund. backwards, yeah. right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Then I started thinking. I was like, "Well." We can't really eat before that. We're going to have to eat after that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you can't really just like lay there. All full. All full. Feeling disgusting. So I said, all right. I mean, I'm not going to say no to my mom was on vacation. So and I that's
4: said, a fun thing. Like, that's pretty cool. It's fun. It, yeah. it
1: was It was a, don't get me wrong. I'm glad we did it, right? We get out of there. It's now 7.45. We go to a restaurant to eat dinner. It's now like a little after 8 o'clock. Y'all, I don't get wow. home till about 9.30, 9.45.
4: No, I was, I was, not, I was in my
1: bed at 8.30. Phew, I'm not getting in bed till like 10, 15. And y'all know how it goes when you're rushing to like get to bed. You can't go to bed then. No. If you're telling yourself go to bed, you can't go to bed. It was like 11, 1115, 11, 1130, 11, maybe before I fell asleep. Body wakes up at three. Why? why. Mm-hmm. This literally, my mom's social life, and it's been like every night this week she where she's like, hang out. she's like let's watch like one more episode. I'm like, mom, it's like 9.30. She's yeah. like, it's fine. We yeah. can totally do this. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore Top three, <laughs> three with Jess. Number three.
4: More than 100 million people across the U.S. are now under heat alerts. New York City is expecting record highs in the upper 90s today and Friday. Officials say Phil Philadelphia, Boston, and D.C. could experience dangerous heat, with temperatures reaching the triple digits, and much of Maryland is also bracing for dangerously hot conditions as well. The National Weather Service has posted a heat advisory for today and an extensive heat watch for tomorrow as well, but that red alert is in place from today through Saturday it's, for us.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think about, you know, like it's literally, yeah, it's going to feel like 105, 106 today in the city at least. Yeah. Which is going to be Unbelievable. So, like, let me just do a couple reminders here. Number one, drink more water than you think. I know I sound like your mom. Maybe it's because my mom's in town telling me the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to get dehydrated way faster than you think you're going to. Number two, take care of your pets. You know, like, if you're going to leave your pets outside, don't forget that it's extremely hot for these guys, too. Right. Also, their little paws. Don't, if, the test, if you're going to walk your dog, is to put your hand down on the cement. If you can't leave it there for more than, like, ten seconds, mm-hmm. then you're, you know... Your pets can't really do it well either. Number two.
4: A testimony of three witnesses on the issue of the government's involvement in UFO research took place yesterday. Retired Major David Grush, former Navy pilot Ryan Graves, and former Navy commander David Fravor testified under oath in front of the House Oversight Committee. While saying he wasn't able to answer all the questions in public, Grush did confirm that the government has retrieved crashed spacecraft and, quote, non-human biologics or alien life forms. Fravor, who is one of the pilots that encountered the Tic Tac UFO near the USS Nimitz in 2004 told the committee quote the technology that we face is far superior than anything we had and there's nothing we can do about it. The bipartisan the bipartisan committee is now calling for more transparency
1: on UFOs. Yeah, why can't we just talk about this stuff, man?
4: I I don't know. Why is it
1: so hush-hush? I'm I don't not understand sure. why like, I think that most of us, and maybe I'm wrong, if you disagree, tell me, but I think most of us have an inkling that there's something else in this universe than us right yeah so like if that's the case and now we get people coming forward and say yeah that's that's for real but we can't really tell you much more about it why
4: and grush is saying that he is facing like brutal retaliation for coming forward i'm sure not just him but i'm sure all three of them and i i I don't know why
1: like if we're not if it's this serious y'all why are we not able to know more about it yeah if you got a theory on that and we don't have time to talk about it on the show right now, but like you can text me your theories of like why do you think this is so secretive? If everything else, think about COVID. Okay, COVID hit. We knew every move, every every everything. Right, every the spread of it, <laughs> daily rates, everything. But now we get aliens. And we're like, oh, we can't talk about that. Like, well, why? Why not? Number one
4: singer Sinead O'Connor has died at the age of 56. O'Connor's family confirmed her passing in a statement to Irish media. She achieved mainstream success in 1990 with her cover of Prince's Nothing Compares to You. And she was also known for taking moral and political stands. She gained public scrutiny in 1992 when she ripped up a picture of Pope John Paul II on SNL in an act of protest against child abuse in the Catholic Church. She is survived by three children. In 2007, she actually revealed to Oprah that she had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And last year, O'Connor lost her 17-year-old son Shane to suicide. Yeah. And her cause of death has not been revealed.
1: I am curious about this story because she is so young, you know, and they are being kind of hush-hush about what happened specifically. And I'll be honest, Sinead O'Connor is one of those people that I know by name and I know...
4: Probably the events that took place. The events. Like, and her boycotting the Grammys like, as well.
1: Could you have named a song by Sinead O'Connor? Just
4: just the print. Just prints. My mom, my, I remember my mom used to listen to that song all like the time up.
1: Like, I hear this, I'm like, oh yeah, I know this song for sure. Yeah. Uh, but God, 56. It's young, man. This is Jess, and that was your top three. It was this week, (laughs) uh, back in the year would have been 1998, that one of your favorite shows from your childhood went off. The final season of the show, I'm going to tell you some of the premises and see if you can guess what show this is, okay? Okay. There was a love triangle with the main character and his alter ego, Mm. okay? There were, uh, the main character then also shot a half-court shot and won a million dollars, and then went to outer space and crashed a satellite. All that.
4: Family Matters?
1: Oh, God, you're good at that. Hold that thought, Jess. We'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> We'll get to that in just a couple seconds. Yeah. As I was reading the finale, my, I'm my like... My boy. I'm like, wait, what? My boy. Throwback Thursday, y'all. This is where we look back on the number one songs in Maryland from previous years, and then we'll go to that moment in pop culture history and say, what in the world happened to season number nine of Family Matters? Okay. <laughs> 2015, the number one song today, July the 27th, would have been Omi and Cheerleader. <gasps>
0: I love it. This
4: song always reminds me of New York because that's when this song came out. That was the first time I ever went that year, and it just reminds me of like summer.
1: It was a fun summer song. It's kind of like uh, "Calm Down." Yeah, same vibe, you yeah. know. All right, 2008, and I'm wondering if this song would have been anywhere near as controversial. The number one song today in 2008 would have been Katy Perry and "I Kissed a Girl." Which I was living in the Bible Belt of Florida at this point, and like people were like protesting. I mean, I, they I were like, remember. they yeah. were like, like wanted to burn down the radio stations. When we were playing this song. If this song came out today, it would have made people even blink an eye. You think?
4: No, I don't. I don't think so. But it was so good,
5: so and it's good. still so good. I know.
1: All right, 1999. Today, the number one song in Maryland actually has Baltimore ties. It is Will Smith. And Wild Wild West, which includes Drew Hill. Remember when Will Smith could do no wrong in our eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we looked at Will and Jada and Le- that was the perfect couple, y'all.
4: And every movie had like its own song.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so good. And they're so cheesy. Then
6: through so good. <laughs>
1: How did you know Family Matters so well? I didn't I, I love that show.
4: Steve Urkel is my guy, and his alter ego is Stefan.
1: Stefan Urkel, please, <laughs> I love it. I thought you would have been too young for it. I thought you were going to be like, which show? is that?"
4: I, I mean, obviously, I was I was too young for it. But what whatever whatever uh, station the reruns are on, yeah. I was all about it.
1: All right, let's talk about uh, this moment in pop culture history. It was this week back in 1998 that the series finale of Family Matters aired. And the show had a long run, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the, like, the go-to show for ABC's TGIF. Was Steve Urkel and all uh, Laura Winslow? What was the dad? Carl Winslow was the dad. Harriet's the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the show actually got extended one more season. But oh, they ABC-
4: don't make songs like the no. jingles. No, that's so good. Nothing touches the jingles of that time.
1: So they moved it. ABC said, we don't want it anymore. CBS said, we'll pick it up for the final season. And like, <laughs> I think I see why ABC said, we'll pass on this one. Let me just go through the disaster that was the final season of Family Matters for You. So there's a different mom playing Harriet, Aww. right? Steve Urkel creates an invention that allows him to read minds, which would have been weird enough, but... We somehow bought into it. Yeah. There was the love triangle between Laura, Steve Urkel, Steve's girlfriend, Maya, and Steve Urkel's alter ego, Stefan Urkel. Yeah, right. Yeah. This yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is all the same season. Then Steve Urkel hit a half court shot, won a million dollars at the Clippers game. Then Steve Urkel goes to outer space, crashes a satellite, and then, of course, said, Did I do that? Which, yeah. why would he not? Eddie Winslow got shot. And then the final moment where Laura oh, and yeah. Steve kissed yeah, spoiler alert in case in case you want to go back and watch season nine. Yeah. and then Steve returns to out of space forever. If you're wondering why that show went off the air, I think we have our answer. That was all literally.
4: oh, but that storyline was super were super crazy for you, eighty babies, but like everything else was <laughs> totally fine with everything else you're we watching. okay. Right.
1: I don't know that a show Okay, back
4: gets- to the future. Okay, <laughs> like everything else. Literally everything else.
1: You realize you may have been the worst babysitter, right? Oh, yeah. And like, we can laugh about this now, right?
4: Mm-hmm, but we were not laughing that <laughs> night. I'll tell you
1: right now. My parents were. were not happy with me. Yo, Jess just told me a story off the air that's making me laugh so hard. I want you to picture this. We, for some reason, put our children in the hands of other children. And for some reason, we think it's a good idea, right? Like, who decided it's... it's A responsible thing to let an 11-year-old be responsible for, like, a 4-year-old, and that's going to be okay, and expect nothing crazy to happen. Jess just told me a story about one of her early babysitting experiences when you were a kid, Mm -hmm. and this may be what we have to consider the worst babysitting situation. Yeah. What happened?
4: I think I was probably 14 or 15, and I was watching my little sister, Butter. My best friend, Mary, and I were watching my sister. And Butter is sleeping. Or no, before she went to sleep, we made her dinner. And I, at that age, was very clumsy. And for some reason, for the life of me, I could not remember to turn off the stove burner. Like, I would always leave it on. So every time, my parents would be like, Jessica, did you turn off the stove? Right? So, like, every single time. Well, that night, I stayed, I did the same mistake, and I left on the burner. <laughs> so the gas was on for, honestly, I don't know how long it was on for. What do you and think?
1: How long do you think?
4: I mean, for hours? a couple of hours. And then my parents get home, and I remember Mary and I were feeling like super weird and like giggly, <laughs> and they walk in, and we're sitting on the floor Floor, on the kitchen floor, and we're like cracking up about something. Yeah, and my parents immediately smelled the house because it reeked of gas. <laughs> and they were like, You almost killed your sister, you could have burned like the house one... down. If I would have like lit a candle That's or something, it, it would have been over. Like, my life would have been over. We can
1: laugh about it now, but
4: that was so funny. they were so mad at me.
1: Then it was not funny, right? Yeah, okay. We want to do a little competition this morning to find out honestly who was Marilyn's worst babysitter and uh, obviously some of these stories could get tragic If we can laugh about them now yeah that's the ones we need to hear but we're going to consider Jess as of this moment the worst babysitter Marilyn's worst babysitter for leaving the gas stove on and
4: almost burning down
1: my house <laughs> if you think you can beat that story and I'll be the judge here i'll be the judge 410-583-1065 if you had something super disastrous happen to you while you were babysitting it could have been like a sibling you could have been hired to babysit a neighbor's kid like god a kid could have gotten lost for a few minutes you could have actually burned a house down i don't know but if you've got a story where like god i was a really bad babysitter and here's why call us and we've got to hear this story hey carol good morning Good morning. You think you can beat I uh, Jessica's story with uh, with uh, burning almost burning the house. the house down with a gas explosion?
5: Yes, I almost killed my niece when I was fifteen. Wow. Yeah. You know,
1: explain explain what happened here.
5: So she was sick, and I would stay with my sister for a couple of weeks during the summer, and um, she told me to give her Vennadril um, every like six hours or so, and four to six hours, I think it was, and I was like, okay, no problem. Yeah. So. I started giving her Benadryl that morning, and I had to literally wake her up to give her her next dose. And so that went on for, you know, I think I think I gave her two or three doses. Oh, my and, God. And my sister, you know, she would call and check her, and I'm like, she's sleeping, you know. I could tell she didn't feel well, yes. but I think she didn't feel well because I was... Sedated. Overdosing. She, yeah, she was, yeah. Yes.
1: right. She was, so, she was passed out near death, actually, at that anyway, point. Anyway,
5: well, yeah, when she came... So when my sister came home, I said, you know... It's almost time for her to have her next dose, and she saw me, like, you know, putting it in the dropper, because she was, like, I don't know, she was, like, almost two. Yeah. And um, she was, like, how much are you giving her? You were, like, "Ah." I was giving her three times the amount. (gasps) That you were supposed to? (laughs) That's
1: not, that's not the way to do it. Okay, that, I think that might be a little bit worse than leaving the gas on. Overdosing your, uh, your, what's her niece? her Her niece. niece. All right, four ten five 410 410-583-1065. Who's up? This
4: is Skylar on four from to Grace. Skyler, good morning. Hi,
1: good morning. Sky- Hi, good morning. So you think you could you can take the title? It's okay. You think you can take the title for Maryland's worst babysitter?
0: Possibly. I mean I we were babysitting my niece, remember I was eight and she was like three months old and we had one of the old school Bunk beds that were metal, and I don't know how, but we somehow dropped her between the wall and the metal bunk bed upside down, and there she stayed until we figured out how to get her out. Wait, how? (laughs) (laughs) you were eight years old. Yeah, like, and her sister was only two. They were like our baby dolls, and we just played (laughs) with them like they were our kids. No. How long? In
1: in, in hindsight, how long do you think? You think she was there?
0: Uh, Um. At least five minutes because oh. we end up having to get an adult Hanging like next down. door to come help us. <laughs> oh,
1: no, <laughs> we, we dropped our cabbage patch doll, aka my niece, and, down, no. and now I can't get her out of the bed. Okay, that's that's bad. That's bad. This is
4: Liz from Annapolis, and she said, "I'm not the babysitter, babysitter, but my sister was. My sister left me locked in the basement so she could have people over." And then when she left, me, she promised she would give me a face mask and a manicure. When she got home and did not, it was tragic. (laughs) (laughs) But she felt the need to be like, we are best friends today. It's all good now. But it was tragic then. I
1: think actually that reminded me of one time I locked my sister in her closet when I was watching her. I don't remember what she did, but she was annoying me So I put her in her closet and like tied some rope around the two doors that came together. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me crown a winner here. Marilyn's worst babysitter. I think I'm going to have to give it. And I forget her name now. Forgive me. Was it Carol? Was Carol the one that almost overdosed her? Oh,
4: with the Benadryl yeah. on accident. Was, she was yeah. 15 and she was directed to give her niece at the time Benadryl every 4 to 6 hours, <laughs> but she gave her three times the dose than she was supposed to and it was pretty she never like, woke up. Her so, niece never woke up.
1: So, da- it was funny funny now. Yeah. Everything's now that every, fine. everyone's okay. All these stories fine. in hindsight are very funny, right? Yeah. So, all right, Carol with the, the Benadryl overdose is going to be Marilyn's
3: now now
6: these are the top three trending stories in the city
3: the Baltimore top three <laughs> with Jess. Let's go. Number three,
4: Baltimore County Summer Restaurant Week will begin this Friday, July 28th and runs through August 6th. More than 40 restaurants will be participating, offering special deals. This is the perfect time for residents to discover new restaurants or return to an old favorite and score some savings. It can, you, you can find the list of participating restaurants on BaltimoreCountyRestaurantWeek.com. Number two, Subway is giving one lucky fan free sandwiches for life if you commit ...to legally changing your first name to Subway. If this is something that you're willing to do, you can sign up for a chance to win at SubwayNameChange.com starting August 1st. The winner will get $50,000 worth of Subway gift cards, and you'll also get $750 to cover the cost of changing your name to Subway.
2: Okay.
1: Listen to me and listen to me clear here for a second, all right? I don't
4: know. It was that expensive to change your
1: name, by the way. I didn't either. It's crazy. Um. If you're considering doing this, uh-huh. changing your name to Subway, and you live in Maryland or Southern Pennsylvania, you can hear my, my voice. In
4: the DMV in
1: general. Anywhere in the DMV right now, and you're considering doing this, can you please text us?
4: And just so you know, if you do that, I mean, you'll get free subs depending on how many subs you give. Ranging from ten to twenty years.
1: I more just want to hear this story. It, and don't don't be messing with us, y'all. We ain't got time today. All right, we got a lot going on. But if you if you would seriously consider changing your name to Subway, and you would allow us to follow your journey of changing your name to Subway, and then the reward that comes with that, then text us 410-583. Five eight three one zero six five. 1065 I need some water. 583-1065. I would love to hear the story as it progresses. Number one.
4: Things are getting a little messy in the world of Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater. News broke out about Ariana and her Wicked co-star being an item the last two weeks after rumors started to circulate when Grande was spotted without her wedding ring at Wimbledon. Despite it being announced this month, we also know Ariana had a split from her husband, Dalton Gomez, as early as January of this year. But now, Slater has officially filed for divorce from his wife, Lily J. So, sources say that both Grande and Slater were, quote, separated when they started dating and the relationship is recent. However, another source is coming forward saying that Slater told his wife of four years whom he welcomed a child with in August of last year, the two are high school sweethearts that he was ending things days before the news broke about him dating Grande.
1: You still trying to defend this?
4: Okay. What I was defending was I feel that it's not fair to dictate or say when someone is ready to move on to somebody else after the relationship. That's what I was defending. So let me clear that up for you right there. With this situation, though both parties gotta be able to discover a new relationship <laughs> there can't be any overlap in there that's something that i can't get behind yeah, so as far this as is. this the mixed report sources saying this obviously of course we don't know but it's not looking good
1: that's super messy yeah and like oh, God, that's so and messy. Also how old in, is he
4: he's 31 Yeah. but it's like and i think this is where it gets complicated and i and i i I don't know anything about this, but it's like when you separate from your significant other and you guys are like thinking about having a divorce, but I'm assuming you f- should probably have uh, ground rules or like, are you both allowed to date right now? And like, what does that period look like for you? What does well, the separation period look like for you? Because
1: everyone's separations is a little bit different, right? So when exactly. my ex-wife and I separated, we made like the ground rules of like, can we sleep with other people? Can we go on dates?
4: And what does that mean? Spending
1: money. What does that even look like? Because our finances are still like put together, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, again, we don't know the rules of anything. That's why it's very confusing. If my guy was like, let's
4: separate, but I won't be with anyone. And then you're like, JK, I want a divorce. And actually I have been with someone. That's not cool.
1: That's so like, we can't support them. Right. No. Like, if they, if they become, like, a couple, Not, we can't be I like, oh, my God, like, so cute.
4: I feel like we just got to figure wicked. out, like, what's what's going on. You know what I mean? And, like,
1: does this mess up this, the movie for you at all if you're, like, a Wicked fan? No, you everyone's
4: like- going to watch it because you want to see the chemistry. <laughs> because in the movie, they are each other's love interest, by the way. This so is perfect. Jess, and that was your top three. Do you feel
6: crazy doing it.
3: It's about to go down. <laughs> Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, mm. It's Talk Me Out of It. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5.
1: Okay, Anonymous, we got you on the voice disguiser, so what is this crazy idea you get going through your head? So, I would like to send my brother-in-law
7: some flirty text messages to prove to my husband that he would sleep with me.
5: Ew. <laughs> What is happening over there?
1: What? Do you they really think he'd sleep with you? Like, what's...
5: I... Unfortunately,
4: I do. Yeah, I'm more um, upset for you, by the way. This makes me upset for you. Thank you. Yeah.
7: Yes, exactly. So I've been married for coming on three years, and my husband's brother, he is... You know, he's a very nice guy in general. Mm -hmm. He's very outgoing and very friendly and like open. And what you see is what you get kind of with him. But Mm -hmm. I feel like there's like a lingering eye contact or like just like little things that kind of have made me feel a little more than normal. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. one time out of nowhere, like he kind of mentioned how beautiful I was, for example, and I didn't like that.
1: It didn't feel like a compliment. Was it more
4: flirtatious than a compliment? Yeah Like there was a purpose to it
5: Okay
4: And it's it's all coming to a head Because
7: for 4th of July We had everybody over at our house And he had mentioned that He really wanted to spend more time with me Like for family We should get to know each other better
1: I feel like women have a gut feeling if you like know, you know if a guy is hitting on you or not. Do you feel like you have a pretty good radar to know the difference between like, oh, this person's just being nice versus oh, this person is being flirtatious?
7: You know, I didn't think so when I was younger. I feel like I didn't know what that was, but now mm-hmm. as I get older, I'm like, okay, you know what that is. Exactly. Like, stop yeah. Being silly. Okay. Right. And now so my husband and I are moving, mm-hmm. and his older brother's coming in town too so both of his brothers are going to be in town to help move Mm -hmm. and he said to me that you know there's two cars basically two trucks that i should be riding with the one who i get the creepy vibe from yeah so he can ride with his older brother and i understand that because his older brother doesn't live in town so he's he wants to catch up with his brother but it's a two-hour drive and i can't imagine myself being in this truck with Travis for two hours and I told my husband this he's like oh no he's that's just the way he
1: is it does seem far-fetched right it'd be hard to believe that like our family was being inappropriate with our spouse we're just
4: crossing the line
1: so wait so what's this whole text message thing
7: well so I honestly think that if I was like let's go get a hotel room or something he'd be like yeah sure I bet he would like text back immediately you know like it's I just feel like I could prove to my husband once and for all like look this is over the line and i'm sorry like i don't want to be in this either but i have to do something about it
3: so you
1: feel like it's the only way to like validate the concern
7: yeah exactly (laughs)
1: let's get some phone calls here 410-583-1065 so anonymous has the women's intuition here that her her brother-in-law has sexual feelings towards her. Her husband doesn't want to believe it. So Anonymous says to prevent me from being stuck with this guy for two hours and Lord knows how that conversation would go. I've got to prove that my brother-in-law has these feelings and I think I'll do it by sending him some flirtatious text messages and see see how he responds. Do we tell her to go for that? Or do we talk her out of it? 410-583-1065.
4: I feel like you could potentially put yourself in the hot seat if you send them over. And then he tries to use them against you. And I'm getting shady vibes, so that scares me for you. And I feel like it'll set you back 10 steps from where you already are if he tries to switch it around on you.
1: I don't know, though, because as someone that's been single for five years, I know when a text message conversation is like two normal humans, and I know when it's like, hey, there's a some type of romantic interest here. And I think yeah. we all know the difference between the two types of conversations. Yeah. I don't think it'd be smart for you to text him and say, hey, what's up? Come sleep with me. But I don't see why you couldn't start to play arena and see how the conversation goes. So just more of like, hey, you know, I was thinking more about that drink that we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. like, like tell me more about that, you know, just, just to kind of like ease him into like what, where Exposing. he would want it to go and imagine oh, yeah. if he was like, oh, you know, it, it, it could be me, you and my brother, we could all go, you know, like, why not? Cause then at least I think that would let you rest easier around him too. So I say go right. for it. So Anonymous wants to send some flirty text message to her brother-in-law just to make sure that he is not into her sexually. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Hey, Jen from Bel Air, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it?
0: Talk her out of it. She is going to open a can of worms. She's already given her husband a heads up. So if something happens on the car ride, she's covered.
5: But nothing good can come from that. So the only thing that worries me about it is she has
4: talked to her husband about it, and he doesn't really believe her just in the sense because he thinks, like, that's his brother's personality. So do you think there's going to be any issue, like, let's say something does happen in the car, and then she tells him, like, what's his reaction going to be?
0: Hopefully he trusts her and believes her. If not, she needs to move on from her man.
1: But wait, do we even need to get to the car part? I don't think a woman should ever be held susceptible to riding in a car with a man that she feels uncomfortable with. To me, this text message conversation makes way more sense than let's put her in a car for two hours with a guy and see if he gets inappropriate. Because then what if you imagine the first like 10 minutes he like reaches over and like fondles her or something. And I mean, obviously we're talking extreme here, but like I would want to kind of know intention before I got in that car. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but. She gets along with him, right? I mean, they have a friendly conversation. It's not been uncomfortable in the past. She's just getting a weird vibe. Yeah, but that doesn't. I mean, I would think that if the brother tried something, then she would call her husband immediately and throw right. over. And okay, says, that guy's gonna be in a lot of trouble from his brother. That's mm-hmm.
1: a good point. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, four ten five eight three one zero six five. Tiara from Laurel. Good morning. Good morning. So, you know, she wants to send these flirty text messages to her brother-in-law to see if he has feelings for her, uh, kind of behind her husband's back. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it?
0: I would say definitely tell her to go for it. Okay. But talk to her husband about it so that her husband is aware of what she's doing so that it can't get turned back on her.
4: Okay. So, so he's you're- a part of the plan.
1: Right, you're the first person that we've had on that said. Because I agree with you, I, th- I think going for it makes a lot of sense. But every, you know, we, most calls coming in right now are, are saying are saying you know talk her out of it. Explain why you think this would actually. It, it, and again, it sounds crazy, but like it's crazy enough to work.
0: Because I mean, if you think about it, like if she's feeling uncomfortable and she's feeling like you know she can't trust her husband with this information, which she should be able to, right? Like. Yes, it could be nothing. Like the worst case scenario is that he doesn't text back or he, you know, plays it off and it's absolutely nothing. But at least she feels better about it and it's not something that they're She's holding to at Thanksgiving and you know yeah, right. together, and
1: she's not constantly uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like, For the rest of their marriage, it, she's their gonna have family. to like have that in the back of her mind. Like, is he, is he trying to hit on me? Trying to feel this seems like it's a sure shot
0: way.
5: And as long as her husband
0: First, is in and the know, it is like worst case scenario. It was absolutely nothing, and maybe he just has a flirtatious personality. But then it's also like, okay, maybe it's nothing. But then our husband needs to set those boundaries like, hey, like you're making my wife uncomfortable. Yeah. I know we're family, but you got to, you got to chill out. Exactly. Yeah, 100%.
1: Exactly.
0: 100%. Right. But those boundaries and stuff can't be set if, if they don't talk to him about it. If yeah. they don't figure it out, if they don't get to the bottom of
1: it. You're right. Thank you for calling us. No problem. Andrea from Westminster. Good morning.
0: Hi, how are you? We're good. Do we tell her to go for this or talk her out of it? as I'm listening, I'm like, what happens if she's wrong? We're talking about how, you know, she doesn't have to be uncomfortable around him if she figures out that it was just maybe he has a flirtatious relationship. But what if she does this and she is wrong? And she has to like.
1: What is he gonna? Well, I just thought about what would he, imagine she's wrong, and what the hell is he gonna do about this? Her yeah. brother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. and then tell exactly. and then tell her in-laws and tell everybody. Dude, that's <laughs> a really good point. I didn't. It's now, so annoying. I am not taking that because I'm on the side of do it right. I think she should do it. It'll give right. her the answer. But I didn't think if she's wrong.
4: Yeah.
1: And she gets the yeah. now. Now her brother's in-law is gonna be like, "Do I need to tell my brother?
0: Yeah, that his right. wife
1: is hitting on me.
0: Yeah, and that's a whole like new it's can of be worms." Be weird either way like either way she has to if she's right it's going to be weird it's going to open up a whole thing with her husband and his brother if she's wrong it's going to open up a whole weird thing with the whole family i don't know a conversation needs needs
4: to be had yeah what's that a conversation needs to be had no matter what because the whole thing is messy
1: thank you for calling us i appreciate it sure Sure. 410-583-1065 uh angie from reister sound good morning Good morning. Hi. uh, You know, she's considering sending flirty text messages to her brother-in-law to see if he has feelings for her. Do we tell her to go for that or talk her out of it?
6: That's kind of how my husband and I got together. So I think she should go for it. Really? What do you mean? What what does that mean? So my friend was dating this guy Well, they were engaged at the time, Uh and I felt like there was something between us. I wasn't sure. It was like... I just have to see, and I, I wasn't, I don't know, and then, like, so I sent him a nude, he sent a nude back, and then it was like, okay, it's on, and now we're married. Wait, you sent, you sent a nude photograph? I mean, I was drunk, I was drunk at the time, like, it didn't just happen, just like, I'm gonna test this, but I thought about it for a while, and then we, like, had, everyone went out. We had drinks and stuff. And Then I was like, mm, you know, whatever. Wow!
1: So I just did it? My God! So like, you didn't have anything to go off of other than a vibe.
6: It was. You... A, I mean, it was a pretty strong vibe. He yeah. was saying stuff a lot, and I was like, mm. and then part of me thought, well. If he's doing this, then he should be with her anyway. I don't know. We've been married for years; it's going well. So, so. when you
4: hear this from anonymous, do you think that like the brother-in-law yes. is definitely giving her those vibes?
6: I feel like if he's feeling it, that's maybe what's happening. I don't know. If yeah, she should feel it out. Like uh, that's how like people have feelings. You should like test the water.
1: So you you think that like, but she doesn't like the, him. The though. mature thing to do here, obviously, would be to like i guess like say something to him like why why not just have a conversation about it i don't
6: know isn't it more interesting to see what happens if she and she sends <laughs> well, to stop yes. him?
1: okay for the radio yes I mean, yes it yeah
4: is. this is more interesting obviously <laughs> yeah. than a mature conversation
1: well yeah hire this woman she should be our producer um okay thank you for calling us appreciate it yeah anonymous hey so how do you feel after hearing all this
7: Oh, I mean, I, I'm of two minds. I feel like I can't possibly ride in that car with him. Yeah. But I also feel like I don't want to put a big wedge in the family. Like,
4: ugh. Yeah. I, I feel so conflicted.
1: Right. Yeah,
4: I, I feel for you. It's not a fun position to be in.
1: But you also don't want to be in that truck for two hours if, like, you're even questioning it. You know, like, that would yeah. be super uncomfortable. Right. So. I mean, the, it, the plan would be extreme, but I, I think you would get the message you you know you want to hear. So, l- listen you, you've obviously you got time. Your move is when? It's this weekend. Okay. Well, you know, it's yeah, you got you got a couple of days to like to think about it. You know, what we typically do with mm-hmm. this segment is after we give advice is we are always kind of nosy of what you decide to do. And so <laughs> we, we like to do we like, we're nosy people. Uh, we'd like to do what we call a talk me out of it update on Mondays to kind of find out what the person decided to actually do. Would you be down to call us back for that segment? We, you know, we don't know your name, your phone number or anything, um, but we'd have to kind of leave it up to you to uh, to give us a call back. Would you be interested in, in doing that?
7: Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think it might be good for me to share it, what I've done to kind of process it a little bit, you
1: know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, we'd love it. Um, So 820 on Monday, if that works for you, then we'll just plan on talking then, okay?
6: Okay, wish me luck. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily.
3: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
6: Here,
5: Kramer and
2: Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And
3: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored Podcast at KramerandJess.com. <laughs>